grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. We cordially welcome you to the official LifeEternal.info podcast all the way from the crossroads of America, the Hoosier State of Indiana, where we aim to bring you the latest prophetic news and health research with our overall mission is to connect you closer to God and His beloved Son. This is Mike the Bible Worker, and I have the honor and privilege to be with you for today's broadcast. Like always, you can reach us via our website at lifeeternal.info, or you can email us at contact at lifeeternal.info. Friends, a very special welcome. We are now in episode 23, end of October 2022, and um, we here at lifeeternal.info decided to come back with a short but to-the-point episode. We're going to be speaking about Halloween And with that being said, let us start with our verse of the day. Our verse of the day is found in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 18 and verse 10. It reads, There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or enchanter, or which. Basically, what Moses wrote here is that we shouldn't, be involved in the occult. Anything that has to do with with witchcraft, with mediums, that's the divination aspect. We shouldn't be allowing our children to be sacrificed to Molech, to Asheroth, to Baal. We shouldn't make our son or our daughter pass through the fire. So God really doesn't want us involved with spiritualism, with the occult, with darkness, with the things of the devil, or of Satan. And unfortunately, friends, society now, we are so integrated into the occult. For example, movies, TV shows, you know, Hollywood basically promotes the occult. TV shows that have to do with like psychic investigators, ghost whispers, mediums, uh, movies like uh, Harry Potter, all that, you know, it's bringing to the forefront, the things of darkness. And we know thousands of years ago, people were literally sacrificing their children to to demons and doing all these things. But now we are sacrificing our children in a different way. Maybe not literally, but spiritually. Like we mentioned in the last podcast, many adults, unfortunately, they are bringing a sinful lifestyle to children by what they teach them or what they expose them to. And many of them, many adults, they do that out of ignorance. They don't know the Bible. And this is why we are here. We're not saying that lifeeternal.info knows everything about the Bible. I don't want you guys to think that I know everything about the Bible. I'm still learning and reading, but we're just sharing with you with what we know. So we hope that helps there. But let's go now here to this um, first article. This one is from liminalventura.org. It speaks about the blend youth's movie night. So this is this takes place in Ventura, California, and they're promoting an event that's going to take place November 4th of 2022. It reads here, since March 4th, our youth group has been taking the first Friday of each month to watch through the Harry Potter movies. This movie nights are a time set aside for the youth to hang out and relax without expectation of a sermon or a set schedule of games or activities. And they're going to provide drinks and popcorn and so forth. So you have a church 
a church that is basically promoting Harry Potter movies. And you know, Harry Potter has to do with witches. And we just read in Deuteronomy, we shouldn't get involved with witchcraft. So what's really going on there? That's interesting. But what's more heartbreaking is this next article. This one is from the greenfieldreporter.com. This was published October 13, 2022. And this takes place in Hancock County, Indiana. Actually, my family and I, we used to live in Hancock County for about six months. When we first moved to Indiana eight years ago, we actually lived in Hancock County for about six months while our house was being built in Hamilton County. So um, I'm familiar here with this part of, of Indiana. And the article reads here, local churches and parks to host Halloween events. So this is very interesting here that churches are going to host Halloween events and in what form? Let's go to the article. You go down to October 22nd and this takes place at the St. James Lutheran Church. It's a trunk or treat and fall festival. So that's on October 22nd. Then um, there's another event that's supposed to take place on there's actually three events on October 29th. The first one is at the Brookville Road Community Church. It's a harvest hoedown. Second one is a trunk or treat at the Bradley United Methodist Church. The third one is a fall fest at Brown's Chapel Wesleyan Church. Then also on October 30th, they are going to have a trunk or treat at the Outlook Church. And October 31st, at the Calvary Baptist Church, they are also having a trunk or treat. So you could see here, basically, five churches hosting some sort of either trunk or treat. Three of them, three out of the five are trunk or treat, a harvest hoedown, or a fall fest. And when you look through the flyers and you go on these churches' website, it all involves trunk or treat, candy, and, you know, decorating your car. That's what Trunk or Treat is about. Let's find out what Trunk or Treat is. The idea is simple. This is from goodhousekeeping.com. Participants go and bring their cars to central locations, usually a parking lot for obvious reasons. The drivers and their families decorate their cars for Halloween, sometimes creating elaborate scenes out of their trunks. Then kids walk from vehicle to vehicle, collecting candy the way they would during a normal trick-or-treating outing. So basically... You know, trunk or treat is trick or treat on wheels, you know, and, and this is just in, you know, those f five churches in Hancock County, Indiana. That's only in Indiana. Guys, every state is doing this. Every there's different churches in every state, maybe even all over the world doing this. Now, they all want to basically they're blending light and darkness or they're blending truth and error. And sometimes, you know, they do it for the wrong intentions. They do it because they want to have new members to come in. And, and when new members come in again, you know, there's more money that comes in, but let's see what the Bible has to say about light and darkness. It says here from second Corinthians six fourteen, be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness and what communion have light with darkness. Friends, there is no communion with light and darkness. There is no communion with God and Satan. They are not mutually inclusive. They're mutually exclusive. Remember, it was Satan, Lucifer, that literally nailed Jesus to the cross. Yes, Jesus was supposed to be a sacrifice, 
but he wasn't supposed to be nailed to the cross. It was Lucifer and his bad angels, his evil angels, his associates, that urged the crowd to yell with anger the words of crucify him, crucify him. Guys, honestly, it was Lucifer that fooled our first parents, Adam and Eve. It's Lucifer that fools us even today. He tells us, do this and do that. Go here and go there, you know? Guys, honestly, we can't be blending truth and error. It's either it's all truth or it's all error. And going back to that trunk or treat, you know, you go on, on Google, trunk or treat church, and you get all these ideas. I mean, it's, it's all over now, just all over our culture. I mean, our Christian culture in the West is all watered down because why? Because we're not, we're not reading our Bibles, friends. If we're reading our Bibles, we wouldn't be doing this. You know, we would be banning these Halloween events in our churches. I mean, I understand if secular people want to do it in their houses, it's one thing doing it in your own home, and it's another thing to promote it in your own church. Then you look on on images, on Google images, on trunk or tree churches, and you know, yeah, some of them have biblical concepts when it comes to the trunk or tree. You know, they say message about Jesus and and so forth, but mostly it's just dressing up giving kids candy. Let's take a little time and dig into the history books. We're going to start off in Wikipedia. We're going to look on Halloween under the Wikipedia page. It reads here, Halloween traditions were influenced by Celtic harvest festivals, particularly the Gaelic festival, Sowen. Sowen. But again, it also says here that uh, Halloween, less commonly known as All Halloween, All Hallows Eve, or All Saints Eve, when you look at the Wikipedia page, All Saints Day, we know that it is a Roman Catholic holiday. But let's go now and do a little digging into sowing. What is sowing? So according to Wikipedia, S-A-M-H-A-I-N, pronounced sowing, reads, is a Gaelic festival marking the end of the harvest season and beginning of winter or darker half of the year. It is held on 1st November but with celebrations beginning on the evening of 31st October since the Celtic day began and ended at sunset. So actually, the days do begin at sunset, so they have something right, but they're speaking here about some sort of darker half. Let's find out what this is all about. We're going to go now to the Boston Public Library, the origins and practices of sewing. Dia de los Muertos and All Saints Day. It says here, October 31st, November 1st, Sowen. Sowen is a Wiccan holiday. It is one of their eight major holidays or Sabbats. Although there are many different types of Wicca, all Wiccans share some common beliefs. They love and respect nature and try to live in harmony with the earth. One of their main beliefs is harm none. This includes animals, humans, and nature. Sowen is observed from sunset October 31st to sunset on November 1st. It is a celebration that is the origin of Halloween. Sowen was first observed by Celtic pagans. Sowen marked the Celtic New Year, the end of summer, and the end of the harvest season. It also signaled the beginning of winter, which they associated with death. On this day, the Celts believed the veil between the living and the dead was especially thin, this allowed spirits of the dead to visit the living. The meaning behind sowing remains the same today. There are many rituals associated with sowing today. These include dancing, feasting, taking nature walks, and building altars to honor their ancestors. There are many parts to the altars Wiccans built. 
to symbolize the end of the harvest. They include apples, pumpkins, or other fall crops. To represent the spirits of the dead, skulls or skeletons are placed on the altar. Photos of deceased family members are also added. Some Wiccans bake loaves of special sowin bread for the altar to feed visiting spirits. Some Wiccan families cast a circle and think of their deceased loved ones. As a part of the ritual, they will share stories of their ancestors. Some families choose to visit the cemetery to honor their family members instead. So this is just a little entry here on sowin. Then, you know, if you're in Latin America or you're from Hispanic heritage, you might be familiar with Dia de los Muertos. This is what it says here on the same page. Dia de los Muertos, or Day of the Dead, as it translated to English, began in central and southern Mexico thousands of years ago. At that time, mourning the dead was seen as disrespectful. Instead of grieving, it was more important to keep the memory of those who have passed alive. Those who celebrate the holiday believe that at midnight on October 31st, the souls of deceased children come down from heaven and reunite with their families on November 1st. In the Roman Catholic tradition, November 1st is also All Saints Day. They believe the souls of deceased adults come to visit on November 2nd, which is also known as All Souls Day in the Catholic religion. So you see here a blending of pagan and Catholic holidays. So this is one of the reasons why during our podcast titled The Alliance, we mentioned that the Roman Catholic Church it's not really here to, to help people. They're more in the business of, of making money and, and fooling people. Again, I would invite you all to do more research on Halloween, more research on sewing, more research on All Saints Day, more research on Dia de los Muertos, more research even on the Catholic Church. And I guarantee you'll come to the conclusion that Satan will use any organization to try to convince you. They even use Protestant churches for all that matter. Look, guys. These events that are happening in Hancock County in Indiana, these are all like Protestant or supposedly Protestant churches. That's why we don't promote denomination on our podcast. We just tell you to read the Bible for yourself. Aside from the spiritual damage that your children could get from Halloween, it's also the whole candy problem. Especially now in 2022, a lot of candy is laced with drugs, especially fentanyl. There's children that have overdosed in California because of fentanyl-laced candy, guys. So you know what? If you want to send your children out a trick-or-treat, that's between you and God, but I wouldn't recommend it. I would even recommend them even just eating the candy they'll get at school. Why? According to Healthline.com, this is our health report. According to Healthline.com, 11 reasons why too much sugar is bad for you. Let's go over it. Reason number one, it can cause weight gain. We know that already. Number two, may increase your risk of heart disease. Number three, linked to acne. We know many teenagers have a problem with acne. Maybe they have too many sugary things like breakfast cereals. That's very sugary. Lucky Charms, Tricks. What else is out there? Those are the ones I remembered when I was a kid, right? Number four, increases your risk on type 2 diabetes. Number five, may increase your risk of cancer. Number six, may increase your risk of depression. Number seven, may accelerate the skin aging process. Number eight, can increase cellular aging. Number nine, drains your energy. Number 10, can lead to fatty liver. 11, other health risks like increased kidney disease risk, negatively impact dental health, increase the risk of developing gout, and accelerate cognitive decline. So guys, honestly, stay away from all this sugary stuff. Don't let your kids 
or your children get involved with all this trick-or-treating guys, honestly. But again, it is your choice. They're your children. And this article that I just read was published on September 25th, 2022 on Healthline.com. Friends, we're going to end with a heart of our father's story spotlight. And our story is found on the Christian Post. It was published actually last year, October 31st. Yep, last year on Halloween. And the title of the article, it reads, X-Witch shares how she left the occult for Christ Why Halloween is Satan's Playground. Friends, I'm going to invite you to really go through the whole article. I'm only going to read a few paragraphs. It reads here, Outspoken Christian and ex-witch Jenny Weaver said before she accepted Jesus as her Lord and Savior, she spent nine years of her life practicing witchcraft, abusing drugs, and obeying the whispering voices she believes were demons tormenting her with the command, go cut yourself, cut yourself, cut yourself. In an interview with the Christian Post on Friday, Weaver 39 explained why she firmly believes that Halloween is Satan's playground. Weaver describes the secular holiday as such because it's a day when witches and warlocks devote more time to practicing witchcraft to access the demonic realm, she added. As someone who lived as a witch for nearly a decade, Weaver says she knows that during Halloween, witches and warlocks believe that the veil that separates the demonic realm from the earthly realm is thinner than usual, making the ability to those practicing witchcraft to have access to more of the demonic realm. I'm going to stop here. So guys, remember, we read that there is a veil. There is some sort of, I mean, go back here to the Boston Public Library. It says here, on this day, the Celts or the Celtic people believed that the veil between the living and the dead was especially thin. So this is true what she's saying, guys. Let's go back to... Here, the Christian Post. Weaver said Halloween originated from the ancient Celtic festival of Sowen, which was recorded in 9th century books. At the festivals, which would take place at dusk on October 31st, Weaver said the Celts would light bonfires, wear costumes, and spend the evening summoning spirits of the dead. The Celts who practiced this would call on the spirits of the dead to come to them and roam throughout the earth, according to Weaver. The costumes, she said, were worn by the Celts because they believe disguises will keep the evil spirits from recognizing them. You see, this is all in pagan tradition where this whole costume wearing thing is to disguise them from evil spirits. Guys, honestly, let's continue. Halloween is not just about candy and fun costumes, and you can't separate the origins of Halloween from Halloween, we were told CP or the Christian Post. You can't separate a holiday that was created for witchcraft. In the same way that you can take a Ouija board and say you will use it to speak to the Lord. People need to make a conscious decision to serve the Lord because you can serve demons and God. Friends, there is a ton of more information on this testimony. But look, I'm going to end now with the last five paragraphs. And it reads, in October 15, Facebook Live Aid Weaver shared the dark truth about Halloween and how it relates to the demonic realm. In the video, she shared the Bible verse Ephesians 5.11, which commands Christians have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. I've come to expose darkness. I have not come to compromise. I came to expose the devil, Weaver proclaimed at the beginning of her video. On October 31st, witches everywhere will be on high alert, all awake, all practicing the craft. 
casting spells, Weaver told her Facebook audience. When you look beyond God and go to another source, you open yourself up to the demonic realm. When we Christians participate in something like Halloween, it doesn't matter your intentions. It doesn't matter if you think it is easy, breezy, no big deal. The fact of the matter remains that it is a holiday that has always been about celebrating the dead in a demonic realm. For those who've already engaged in practicing Halloween or witchcraft, Weaver said, there is always hope and forgiveness found in Jesus. No matter how we were raised, what we are used to in our culture, what society has deemed normal in culture, we are made new in Christ and given a new life and culture in Him, she said. We need to let those old traditions go and ask for God to lead us. Lean carefully on the side of the Lord and not on the side of culture. Friends, beautiful testimonies. And again, there is a few pages of this testimony found on the Christian Post. I only read a few paragraphs, but it's so much information here. It talks about how it all started when she was 13. She watched the movie The Craft, and from there it just took off. She became a witch. She had a roommate that was a witch. They, you know, she was being attacked by by demons basically with, when she was living with her roommate, and then from there she got involved with drugs, and then she basically gave her life to Christ because of a female police officer. This police officer uh, began to minister to her, told her about Jesus and about the purpose that God has in her life. And honestly, she gave her life to to God's son, Jesus Christ. And now she's exposing all this darkness. So friends, again, this testimony is found in the Christian Post. It was published on October 31st, 2021. And um, her name is Jenny Weaver. So let's continue praying for her sister, Jenny. And we hope we could meet her in heaven and she could truly look at the outcome of her life. And just by by the ministry of that one police officer, by this police officer just telling her the truth about the Bible and how God loves her and how Jesus died for her sins, she was able to to change her life. And now she's helping others. So friends, again, so much we could have talked about, you know, this pagan holiday of Halloween. I encourage you to do more research. Go on, just pray, give it to God, pray about this, and you'll know for yourself Guys, that, that Satan, all he wants to do is to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And that's killing, stealing, and destroying our salvation, basically our souls. He doesn't want us to know who God really is. So, friend, we'll talk to you later. Be blessed. And Maranatha. Brothers and sisters, as we go our separate ways, we at LifeEternal.info would like to thank you for your time and support. We pray that the grace of God, our Father, and His Son, Jesus Christ, fill your hearts and minds with all love, truth, and joy. May Christ, our Lord, richly bless you mightily, and may He use you in His Father's vineyard. Stand strong, stay faithful, and may the love of freedom continually dwell in your hearts. Amen and Maranatha.